0: It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Which quarterback would you take to win one game right now? Dak Prescott or Kirk Cousins? Plus, Anthony Barr and J-Ron come back home. We're breaking down all the storylines from Vikings-Cowboys. It's coming up next on Superior Sports Talk. Locked On Sports, Minnesota Podcast
1: it's endless minnesota vikings talk with the diverse voices of your local experts now it's
2: superior sports talk with care 11 sports anchor reggie wilson and luke inman it's 30 minutes every day and it's all the minnesota sports you need it's superior sports talk and it starts now
0: Back in the lab, Reggie and Luke back at it. another episode. Superior Sports Talk presented by Lockdown Sports Minnesota. It's your daily 30 minute breakdown of everything Minnesota sports, which you can now find streaming on your Roku or Amazon Fire Stick devices. Just go find our Lockdown Sports Minnesota app there as well. That's Reggie Wilson on Twitter at Reggie Wilson TV. Check him out every night up on Care 11. Wednesday, Reg, hump day. How are we feeling?
2: You know, feeling good, feeling pretty good. You know, uh, the Vikings are feeling so good, though, that they just are all around town giving away turkeys, Mm. doing all kind of community service work, all the good vibes. Kirk Cousins serving green bean casserole yesterday. Mm. Mm. I mean, goodness gracious. It's just it's a good time right now.
0: Yeah, tis the season. Good karma coming their way. Hopefully this Sunday versus the Cowboys. So much to get into, but first remember, follow along. Locked on Minnesota YouTube channel. Hit the subscribe button. Leave us a comment. And on Twitter, give us a follow. It's at On M-I-N. And remember, we're a podcast too. Free and available. All platforms, Spotify, Apple, you name it. We got it. Tons of great choices over there. You got the Ron Johnson Show. You got the football party and more. Your one-stop shop with endless Vikings talk with local experts. Do us a favor. Hit the subscribe button and drop us a a five-star review. Speaking of YouTube, every day posting a new poll up on the Locked On Minnesota YouTube community page. Yesterday, I posted the question we talked about. Who is the unsung hero for the Vikings on Sunday? Four options I gave you. K.J. Osborne, a couple big catches, including that fourth and one end around. Duke Shelley coming in, cold turkey off the bench, game on the line game-saving pass deflection on Dawson Knox in the end zone. Harrison Phillips, Reggie's guy yesterday, seven quarterback pressures in his return to Buffalo. Or my guy, Blake Brandle, coming in off the bench, third quarter, replaces Christian Derrissaw, held his own versus Von Miller and company. Over 2,300 votes. Here were the results. Duke Shelley, your winner, just over 50%. Second place, Blake Brandle, who I gotta say, a lot of people gave a lot of love to in the comments. Third place, Harrison Phillips, KJ Osborne with 7%. So, pretty cool to check in on that. Remember, go check out that Locked On Sports Minnesota YouTube page every day. I'm posting a new poll. Hit the subscribe button so you never miss a beat. Go comment. Let us know what you think. All right, Reg, to football we go. Dallas Cowboys looking to bounce back from their loss in Lambeau versus the Packers. Taking on the Vikings this week, US Bank Stadium. 325 kickoff. That means we don't get noon Kirk Cousins. First time we can say that in a while. Games broadcasted on CBS. We get my favorite, the powerhouse, Jim Nance and Tony Romo calling that game one of my faves. Check this out. The last six games between these two have been decided by four points or fewer. Three of those, the Cowboys won with a TD under two minutes left on the clock. This is going to be one of those games of the week here, Reg. And I mentioned the possible come down effect from such an emotional roller coaster win in Buffalo, hence the opening line had the Vikings as two point home dogs. Which quarterback would you rather have right now to win one game? Dak Prescott
2: or Kirk Chains? Who's your guy? <laughs> you know, if we're looking at stats this year, I think I got to go with my guy Kirko. You know, mm-hmm. like I, I think and- – and the proof is in the pudding. You know, seven straight wins. He's helped bring them back with some amazing throws. We talked about it yesterday. He has some outstanding throws. And with the game on the line, he's been clutch. If you go back to last season, you know, they lost a lot of those games uh, one score, one possession mm. games. They lost those, but Kirk did not do anything to hurt them in those final seconds. And he, and he, um, there were several games last year where he put them in position to make a play, whether it was like a missed field goal from Joseph or, you know, the defense couldn't do their part on, on the other end, you know, he put the Vikings in position to win a lot of these games last season. And so you look at it this year, he's playing with so much more confidence playing loose, you know, the whole Kirkko identity has just, you know, kind of gone crazy this year. The team is really feeling him and he seems to be more comfortable in this new offense, you know, with his role. And look, you look at his stats. 2300 yards, 14 touchdowns, eight interceptions. You know, it's not like blowing it away or anything, but if you look at some of the games that that they've won this season and you look at his performances in these fourth quarters, you take him all day every day. It seemed like especially on Sunday that kind of faltered there down the stretch after green bay was down two scores and the cowboys looked like they were in control kirk is not doing that the fourth quarter seems like is when he's coming alive the most and it's 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 really interesting to see like i said based on how we saw things play out last year but hey if you gave me one game these these two guys going head to head i wanted one of those guys kind of crazy to say before the season maybe I don't do this Mm -hmm. but with how things have played out this year I go Kirko over Dak
0: yeah I, I love Dak Prescott I remember watching him down in Mobile at the Senior Bowl coming out of Mississippi State he drops to the third round great value good arm great pocket presence we know the mobility he's put up some awesome stats in his career reached the Pro Bowl a couple times but like a lot of mobile quarterbacks He's unfortunately starting to break down a little bit the last few years. This year, he's only played four games. Two seasons ago, he missed 11 games. He only played five games due to injury. And I'm still not sure he's playing his best football right now. He needs to get back into that kind of rhythm there with that offense. How could you bet against Kirk Chains right now? Maybe the hottest quarterback in the NFL... Right now, forget about the stats, as you mentioned. Only thing that matters, only stat that matters, quarterback wins. This team's having fun. You see them dancing on the plane. Kirk go with the ice. They're battle-tested, though, Reg. We talked about it yesterday. They're battle-tested as well. The comeback kids, there's some real substance here to the fact this team now believes they can win any game now, no matter the score heading into the fourth quarter. And you better believe the opposing sideline they're starting to believe it a little bit, too. So no lead safe. The bank's going to be on fire this Sunday. And it all starts and ends with Big Kirk. give me cousins 10 out of 10 times right now. I'm with you. Beginning of the year, 2 out of 5, 3 out of 5. Right now, though, 10 out of 10, just the way both these quarterbacks are playing. Next one up, which matchup intrigues you the most in this game? Patrick Peterson, who's red hot, versus C.D. Lamb, or Travon Diggs versus Justin Jefferson?
2: Ooh. Ooh. You know... What's interesting is, look, no respect, no disrespect to c d you know I think he's a fine, wide receiver, but I think there are some there are some times where he kind of disappears in games. there are some times where you're like, well, I'm not really sure you know if he's that top flight guy like we you know expect him to be, especially wearing as Michael Irvin would say, number eighty eight and so <laughs> I think. I think I look more forward to digs against Jefferson. It's so funny, you know he played against his brother last week and now he's playing against the other brother and so look that's gonna be a test we saw earlier this season when he was playing against some of the top tier type cornerbacks in the league that you know there was some there was some trouble there, you know uh you look at the game he had against Darius Slay, you look at the game he had against Okuda. And you're like, okay, there are some, some things going on there. But I think now he's playing with so much more confidence. You know, some of those catches he made last week, you know, led him to NFC Offensive Player of the Week, just announced this morning. And so I think that's a matchup against a guy last year who had like 76,000 interceptions, like mm-hmm. – him and and Diggs is going to be a a fun matchup to watch. And what is interesting is Diggs can kind of get a little aggressive out there that does make him a little bit more susceptible to get beat uh, by Jefferson. But that's going to be a very good chess match, something that that Jefferson, you know, has not necessarily had since – what the the game against Detroit? You know, you think about mm-hmm. it, or or maybe yeah. against Xavier uh, Howard with the against the Dolphins. You know, the this is one of the better corners that he will have faced uh, in several games.
1: This lockdown podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less takeout, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients. Free shipping on your first box and free dessert for life at homeshef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. homeshef.com slash locked on. Must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert.
0: You know, everybody loves to pick on the Eagles because they took Jalen Rager one pick before JJ. And of course, valid. I get it. Let's not forget there was three other wide receivers, three teams that took wide receivers before JJ too: Henry Ruggs, Jerry Judy, and of course CD Lamb. And CD Lamb's been the best out of the bunch outside of JJ. But JJ still got thirteen hundred more yards in their career and five more touchdowns, and he's played a whole heck of a lot more games too. So the fact that they were both drafted in the same class, I think, is getting a little overshadowed. Or it could be a storyline for this week as well. To the point between the two matchups, we've learned by now Pat P kind of stays on his side of the field, and the Cowboys love to move CD all over the field, inside, outside, you name it. So the Vikings secondary is going to be tested in a big way. Their communication, passing guys off to one another in zone concepts. Big game coming for guys like Chand and Sullivan, possibly Andrew Booth Jr. too. We'll get to that in a little bit. I'm most intrigued between Diggs and J.J., arguably two of the most exciting players at their respective positions in the NFL, matched up for 60 minutes. Do the Cowboys leave him on an island? Do they send help over the top with the safety? If they do, that's going to open up everyone else in the passing game. Also, Dalvin Cook is starting to get rolling here a little bit. Cowboys defense, people don't realize this. It's top five in the league, right? On paper, can't argue mm-hmm. it. But their run defense quietly has allowed over 150 yards on the ground this season. So you want to use extra help on JJ? Go right ahead, but that's going to leave some room for guys like Thielen and Cook to have a big day on the ground. Couple revenge game storylines here this week, Reg, as longtime Viking Anthony Barr and J-Ron Kirst come back to town. Curse has been gone for two years. We saw him last year. In that Halloween game, but this is going to be Anthony Barr's first trip back to Minnesota. Looking mm. back now, did the Vikings make the right move letting Barr walk and swapping him out for a guy like Jordan Hicks?
2: I think so. Look, Anthony Barr is a playmaker. You know, he missed all those games last year, came back, and was very productive. Several interceptions, like the dude is a, a pro's pro. But mm-hmm. I think when you look at how productive Jordan Hicks has been this season, man, Like, he and EK have formed one of the better linebacking duos in all of the NFL. And, look, say what you want to say. Like, Anthony Barr will always have love here in Minnesota. I think fans really appreciate everything that he's done. You know, former uh, Walter Payton Man of the Year finalist here in Minnesota. So, he's big in the community. So, on and off the field, he was impactful during his time here. And, you know, he was one of Zimmer's favorite guys, during mm-hmm. his time here as well and so look it's probably going to be a little bit emotional for him i'm sure he's going to be ready to show the vikings that he still has it after they kind of just let him walk last year it was a long time last year where people were like well i mean he, he's gone unsigned so maybe maybe he comes back but once they got jordan hicks it, it pretty much just kind of wrapped that one up and then when they drafted brian Osamoa, it's like well mm-hmm. It's probably, probably over, but you know, I think he had a great career here and, you know, looking forward to seeing what he does against the Vikings on Sunday.
0: Yeah. It's just part of the game, man. It's the business side of things bar was a beast for Zimmer during his peak. Like there's two, three years there where he was dominant. And and remember, that was Zimmer's baby. That was his very first draft pick ever in the first round, ninth overall pick in 2014. He molded him. He developed him. He was integral to the game plan every week. But towards the end, those final few years, this guy, he just couldn't stay healthy and, and make the same impact that we were used to on the field. And specifically, you saw his tackling really deteriorated, specifically in the Cowboy game. Right? That crucial third and long. Zeke Elliott behind the chains. All you got to do is wrap him up. Blows past Anthony Barr, sets up the game winner. On the other hand, like you mentioned, all Jordan Hicks has done. Is pretty much ball out, especially for the price. I can't believe they got him on that two-year, $8 million deal. He's been so huge in Ed Donatel's new 3-4 defense. He's made some huge plays, specifically when the game has been on the line in the fourth quarter this year. Love the move by Kwesi. Now we're starting to see this defense specifically really hit their stride. It's all starting to come together for Ed Donatel's defense. Going to be really interesting to see the injury report, by the way, later today. A couple big names here likely to be spotted, starting with the Caleb Evans, Christian Derisaw. TJ Hawkinson came out of the game briefly. Now we've seen Viking front office start to make some moves for tight ends, bringing some guys in from the streets, elevating guys from the practice squad. So that's kind of a red flag. And, oh, yeah, don't forget we're still waiting for Dalvin Tomlinson to get healthy and come back to the mix. Which name concerns you the most that you'll be watching for on the injury report this week?
2: Look, I appreciate the the viewers and their um, care about Blake Brandle, And I think Mm -hmm. he filled in handsomely, but man, if Christian Darasaw is not there and you're talking about them going up against Micah Parsons, they had Von Miller last week and that was tough. And now you're talking about a potential like young Von Miller with Micah Parsons coming up. Blake did really well in relief, but like this is a this is a different beast man this is one of the young studs of the nfl and if christian derisaw is not out there highest rated offensive tackle in the league according to pro football focus 89 like the dude is he talked about Darrisaw island a couple weeks ago like mm. the dude is an island and he's been fantastic you know it was so interesting last sunday He got the penalty, and it was just like, whoa, he's human. (laughs) It was his first penalty of the season. And it was just like, wow, like that dude, it's crazy. Like, we really haven't heard his name called. And for offensive linemen, that is a good thing when you don't hear their name called. And so, when we did hear his name called, it was because of the holding penalty one. And then the second time, it was because he went out of the game in the concussion protocol. So, I'm interested to see if he's okay. And if he suits up this weekend, because if he doesn't, that's going to be a very, very tough thing for them to overcome. I think out of everybody that's on the injury report, they've yeah. been able to they've been able to sustain, you know, even with Johnny Munt, they've been able to do some things. But mm-hmm. if they don't have Darasa, that's a huge, huge gap for them to have to overcome.
0: You're right, especially against Micah Parsons. Can't argue with that. The fact you're already down Cam Dansler, and after seeing Booth kind of struggle in that little spot duty the way he did, knowing how well Caleb Evans was finding his footing as of late, to be without him is going to be tough too against this offense. A lot of pressure on guys like Booth, Duke Shelley possibly, even maybe Chris Boyd, who's been limited to just special teams duty. So really hope Evans can play this week, but at the same time, you want him to be healthy. All these guys for the long haul. So if that means they got to sit this week, then so be it. Coming up next, we're talking Carlos Correa and the Twins' possible future. But first, Vikings now 12-1 to win the Super Bowl after this 8-1 start. Open the week as 2-point dogs now just one point dogs at home versus the cowboys over under sitting at 47 and a half make sure to keep tabs all season long and check those odds out and more with bet online betonline.net fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs find all your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds lines and games stats news info you want it they got it nfl nhl nba even mma and ufc Bet online makes betting easy and is your number one source for all your betting needs. Go to BetOnline.net today to learn more. That's BetOnline.net. Where the game starts. And remember, when you subscribe to Lockdown Sports Minnesota, you get an endless Vikings talk with local experts. Sam and Ron, they're talking football every day on The Ron Johnson Show. Reggie Wilson's giving you a sports anchor's perspective right here on Superior Sports Talk. And the Minnesota Football Party brings together the top Vikings podcasters in the city. Subscribe to the free Lockdown Sports Minnesota podcast feed wherever you find your podcast. Drop us that five star review or find our videos on the Lockdown Sports Minnesota YouTube channel. Hit the subscribe button, leave us a comment, let us know what you think. You can also find us now streaming on your Roku or Amazon Fire Stick devices. Just download our Lockdown Sports Minnesota app and enjoy all our content and daily shows for free at your fingertips any day, anytime. All right, time for my new favorite segment called Gimme One. <laughs>
2: you were just cracking <clears throat> yourself up over there.
0: All right. Twins are set to offer. I don't know if you heard this, Rich. Twins are set to offer Carlos Correa to the richest contract in team history. The deal could be a seven- or eight-year deal, multiple contract opt-outs as early as 2024. The team is also expected to make a run at Xander Bogarts and Dansby Swanson as backup plans. Give me one reason breaking the bank for Correa is the right move for this small market team.
2: I mean if you look at it, you know, over his career, the the guy is, you know, he's got 155 home runs, career 279 hitter, 553 RBI like, you know, he's slugging 479, OPS 836. Like he's 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 a a strong shortstop. It it's funny like he didn't get the the gold glove this year, you know, but usually with his defense, he's a, a great defensive shortstop as well like there's reason why i also think that you know last year you would hope that last year was a little bit of an outlier he went 291 22 home runs 64 rbi and i think in sometimes in certain big games and in times where they needed him the most like he kind of went quiet kind of went away but i think you know it, it shows what good shortstop play does for you in the in the game because like they're talking about the cubs are are thinking about making a serious run at him so they could pay him yeah they're the odds-on favorite yeah yeah, he has interested suitors you know you got his agent Mm -hmm. scott boris talking crazy talking about i I don't know what he was talking about earlier this week just about his value just kind of drumming it up look we saw this guy this year you know he had championship level expectations that he was supposed to bring to this team and it just didn't really happen especially when you look at the absence uh of some of the key pieces in that twins lineup last year for for times like and he was a pretty much the most healthy guy um and, and really didn't produce i think in ways that twins fans were hoping you know for a guy that they were paying 35 mil and so i think they have to be careful here Because, look, you you got, you know, Royce Lewis is coming back from from injury. You know, you got some of these prospects that you were pretty high on. But if you go ahead and pay Correa, like, that is you saying that you believe that he has a higher ceiling than what he showed last season. And that's something that, you know, you have to live with because you pay this guy all this money, like, you got to stick with him. You know, you got to stick beside him. And if he's producing at the level that he did last year, you know, it was kind of weird seeing him talk that big game after the season, like, or as, as the season was kind of closing, it's like, well, you know, if they want me, you know, they, they gotta, they gotta come correct for me. And it's just like, dude, you didn't necessarily like bring yourself to be that type of, a uh, you know, bravado like that after the season that you had. I mean, i don't know how much he really felt it but the astros lost him last year well this past season enter jeremy pena filled in handsomely they won the World they did Series. all right i don't know how he felt yeah. about that you know they did but right. it, i think if he comes into this season with something to prove like if he's you know got a chip on his shoulder if he's ticked off because the twins didn't make the playoffs this past season like he can be a guy that can be a cornerstone for this franchise but I think it leaves a little bit to be desired how he performed last year. But, you know, he's a talent. And the fact that he has all these interested suitors willing to pay him big money shows that there is a lot of value there. So I I think that's a reason why the the Twins would be a serious player for retaining his services.
0: Yeah, a lot of good points there. If I'm playing devil's advocate, I don't like it. And here's why. When he was on the Astros, he balled out, obviously, one of the best in the biz. But he didn't need Mm -hmm. to be the guy. There were so many guys around him. He could be that second, third, fourth option. If he goes to Chicago, same kind of situation. Doesn't need to be the guy. Here in Minnesota, he was expected to be the guy. Yeah, it was kind of a 1 and 1A with him and Byron Buxton. I get that. And Buxton kind of fizzed, couldn't stay healthy again. Well, Correa needs to step up and be the leader, night in and night out, and the guy. And I'm not sure after the season that we saw, granted it was just one season, but the sample size that we saw, I don't know if he's built to be that kind of guy, maybe more of a role guy, the second or third option on an already stacked team. That's where he thrives and flourishes. To lock up so much money scares the heck out of me, especially as you mentioned, Mm -hmm. they got some nice prospects coming up in Brooks Lee and some other guys too. So as mentioned, the Chicago Cubs, despite all this twin stock, are the odds on favorite in Vegas at two to one? Twins right now at five and a half to one. So we'll keep tabs on that all off season long. All right. That's a wrap today. Remember, like, rate, review, and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Join us every day for another episode with your 30-minute breakdown of everything Minnesota sports. We're a podcast, too, free and available. All platforms, subscribe. Drop us that five-star review. Find us now streaming on your Roku and Amazon Fire Stick devices. Just look out for our Locked On Sports Minnesota app there as well. That's the man, Reggie Wilson, on Twitter, at Reggie Wilson TV. Check him out every night up on Care 11. Luke Inman on Twitter, at Luke underscore Spinman. Special thanks to the producer. Matt DeBritz. Tune in tomorrow to Superior Sports Talk, part of Lockdown Sports Minnesota. For Reggie, I'm Luke. Until tomorrow, signing on.
2: Be blessed. Spread love today. Hey, Prime members.